0: Really about walking with the Lord and trusting Him in your finances. I mean, man, what are, what are the big things we have to trust God with? Our finances, our kids, our, our family, our relationship with our, with our husband or wife. Uh, if we're single, we trust God that, hey, you're going to bring someone if there is someone at the right time, or you're going to speak to me and let me know that you're one of those ones that are called not to get married, and God's going to make that. Aware to you and know that He's enough for you, man. Those are those are the issues that we face, where we have to trust God. Where we have to we have to know, hey, is God really going to provide for me? Is God really going to meet my need? Is God really going to come through? See, and it's an issue of trust. You know, God's provision, we have to trust that He's going to provide. Notice it doesn't say. I wish this scripture didn't say, give us today our daily bread, right? Don't you wish it said, give me a huge supply where I don't have to think about it, where it's just taken care of? Right? Wouldn't that be better? It said, give us today our daily bread. You know, there's a daily walk with Jesus where we need to connect with Him Each and every day. You can't get today. You can't get today with Jesus. And then just say. That's going to last me for a hundred more days. I mean we do it all the time right. We come to church on Sunday. And we think that's going to last us seven days. Man if you eat once a week. It's a long week brothers and sisters. <laughs> I mean, I get hungry in a few hours. I don't know about you all, but it's about time right now, right? You all are feeling it right now. How long is this dude going to preach, right? Um, you know, it's a long time, but we do the same thing with spiritual food. Sometimes we just eat once or twice a week. And we wonder why I'm spiritually starved. God says, I'm going to provide for you every day, but you've got to come to me. What is the picture here? Everybody who was hearing Jesus pray would have known exactly what he was referring to in the Old Testament. He, in the Old Testament, when the people of God came out of Egypt and they were in the desert, they were wandering around. There's no food in the desert, by the way. Um, just to inform you, we know we live in a desert here, right? If it weren't restaurants, we wouldn't, there wouldn't be much to get around here. And so, no water, no food. And so, God had to provide water, and He had to provide food for them in the desert, and He provided for them every single day, something would come down from heaven, they called it manna. You know what manna means? It means, what is it? What's that? (laughs) So when it came down, that's what they said. What's that, man? (laughs) What's that, God? And then so that they called it that. That was, that was the, the, the word there, manna. What is it? And so this stuff came down from heaven and they could gather it up and they could make bread with it. And in that bread, get this, for 40 years they ate only manna. And it gave them all the sustenance and the nutrients and the strength they needed. Everything they needed was in the manna. I mean it was it was supernatural. I mean it wasn't just, you know, it wasn't just like hey, if you just eat some kind of bread for 40 day 40 years. It's not going to be you can't make it like that. You can't live like that. You're not going to get the the sustenance and and the nutrients and you're not going to be unhealthy, but what happened? It says for 40 years none of them were sick. It says in the book of Psalms that there was none that was feeble among them. There was was strength that was released. And it was a picture. God was teaching them to trust Him. They had to trust that when they went out the next day, it would be there. They had to believe, hey, you know, is it going to be there again today? I know it's been there for ten straight years. But they had to, every single day, they had to go collect it. They had to go out and get it. It's in Exodus 16 is where that starts. If you want to look that up later, Exodus chapter 16. You know, God's faithfulness was was uh, was displayed every single day when they went out, and it says on on Saturday, uh, on Friday, excuse me, on Friday, the day before the Sabbath, there was enough for them to collect for two days because on the Sabbath day they were not supposed to work; they were resting on that day, and so God provided for them for two days. They didn't have to go out. On the Sabbath day. And so it was a day of just rest. And resting in God. And worshipping him. And so Jesus. When Jesus said this. To his audience. Give us today our daily bread. They would have all immediately thought. Oh in the desert. it's, It's like the desert. When every single day. What I needed was right there. But they had to go get it. They had to go get it. It doesn't say that the manna rained down in their tents. It doesn't say that the manna magically appeared and turned itself into bread in their house. It doesn't say that, you know, they, you know the wind would blow it in. None of that. It's, it says they had to leave. They had to move from where they were and take a step and go out and grab what God had provided for them. It's the same thing for us today. Get, when, when we, what we need from God Everything we needed has been provided in Jesus. Everything we have needed has been provided for in Jesus. He is providing for His children. He is faithful. I want us to turn to John chapter 6. You want to turn there. John chapter 6. In verse 29, John chapter 6 and verse 29, we're going, to, we're going to catch the reference here of what Jesus says in relation to what we've already talked about. It says this, Jesus was answering them, the work of God is this, to believe in the one He has sent. And so the people asked Him, what sign then will you give us that we may see it and believe you? What will you do? And look what they say, our ancestors ate the manna... In the wilderness, as it is written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. Oh, My Bible won't turn the page. There we go. Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, it is not Moses who has given you the bread from heaven, but it is my Father who gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is is the bread that comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Sir, they said, always give us this bread. And then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. You notice how Jesus here is declaring himself to be our daily bread. Isn't it interesting that, like, one of the hardest things to do sometimes for us as followers of Jesus is to get with him daily? Have you noticed that? I mean, have you noticed that life wars against that? Have you noticed that, like, your kids take time away from you? They're not concerned with your your time with Jesus. You know, they're not trying to get you with Jesus. They're trying to get you to do what they want you to do for them. Or other people, or whoever it is. You know, there's, there's everything pulling, but, but there is Jesus always saying, I am the bread of life. If you come to me and you spiritually eat me, in other words, if you consume, if you take me into yourself, you'll never be hungry. If you drink me in, you'll never be thirsty. In other words, what's he saying? You will have everything you need. See, the kingdom of God is not just about provision and trust, but it's also about contentment. Is Jesus enough? Is Jesus enough? Is Jesus enough if your situation never changes? If nothing ever changes in your marriage? Is Jesus enough? If your prayers aren't answered, is Jesus enough? Woo! I'm preaching myself right now. Just as Greg was mentioning earlier, when we look at what we don't have, we don't realize what we already have. We've already been given a relationship with God. Man, that should be like, that's incredible. If we think about that. That Jesus himself says, hey, you can come to me. Come on. Come share life. Come share my life. I'm going to share my life with you. It's as if you're just drinking me and eating me in your life. You're going to consume me. I'm going to go inside you, and you're never going to be hungry or thirsty spiritually again. Daily bread. You know, in Philippians four, you can just look at this one on the screen, I think. Uh Philippians four ten through thirteen says this Uh, Paul says I rejoice greatly in the Lord that at last you renewed your concern for me and indeed you were concerned but you had no opportunity to show it I am not saying this because I am in need look what he says for I have learned to be content whatever the circumstances I know what it is to be in need and I know what it is to have plenty I have learned the secret of being content In any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want, I can do all this through Him who gives me strength. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. In the different version. Paul said he had learned a secret of being content in any and every situation. What did he learn? He learned that his communion, his relationship with God, was enough. Paul said he'd had a, not much. Again, God meets our needs. If we've got food on the table, if we've got provision, that, that's, he's meeting our needs. We may, not meet, we may want more, but he meets our needs. And Paul says, look, I've, I've been in the place where I've just had just barely enough to eat. And I've been in a place where I've been at feasts every day. I've been where, man, I really feel like I need. And then I've been in a place of abundance. Man, God will take you to both places. He'll take you to both places. But there's a secret to being content in our relationship with God. That as we connect with Jesus, we know, oh, wait a second. You are enough. Now, when you're, when you're living discontent, man, it just, that just eats you up. Because every day is a bad day. Every day is a bad day. There's always something. Man, I wish this person would change, or I miss this situation would change. I wish this would, would, something would, would happen with this. If only, if only, if only, if only. And the if onlys will eat you alive. And Jesus is saying, I am. I am the bread of life. Come eat. Come drink. Come find what you truly need. See, in the United States, we like to live with Jesus plus. We do. Don't we like to live with Jesus plus? It's Jesus plus, this is what makes me content or happy or whatever. It's a challenge. You know, I don't know where your point of temptation is. It may be with money. It may be with possessions. It may be with relationships. It may be with job situation. Whatever it is, there's always something that... Look, let's be honest. There's always something that could get better. We're not in heaven. <laughs> this, is, this is a fallen world. There is always going to be something wrong in our world. It's being redeemed, but Jesus says it's not until Jesus comes back. It's going to be there's going to be brokenness around, and so I can either fix my eyes on what I don't have or fix my eyes on what He has given me and look forward to that day when it's all right. Because there is a day when I don't need the secret anymore. You know, in heaven everybody's content, everybody's thrilled, everybody's joyful, everybody's at peace. Uh, no one wants anything. Because they have they have it all, no one wants to change their their situation. no one cares who 's next to them it 's Jesus and his people, the presence of God. so I want us to kind of respond today we 're going to respond with with communion it 's our communion Sunday. Um, You know, when Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, he took bread and he broke it. And he said, this is my body, which is given for you. I don't know if any of the disciples were thinking back to this day in John 6, when Jesus said, I am the bread, come down from heaven. At the end of that chapter, it says a bunch of people left Jesus. Because they're like, man, I don't know what you're talking about, but this is getting wild, and you're saying you're everything we need. I mean, dude, that's like a cult leader, man. What's going on? I mean, if Jesus wasn't really who he said he was, this is crazy. If he's not God come down to save us, then this is dangerous. (laughs) But if he is who he says he is, this is life. This is the way. This is the only way where I can be satisfied in my heart where i need it so jesus took bread and broke it i don't know if the disciples were thinking of that but jesus sure knew when he broke that bread he knew that he was the bread of life he was everything the world needed there was nothing else that could be done to save people except what he was going to offer and it was his broken body because he said this is my body which is given for you do this in remembrance of me. Then he took the cup and said, this cup is my, the new covenant in my blood which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. And so today as we as we take communion, this is open communion. If you're a believer in Jesus Christ, if you have given your heart to Him, you are welcome to take part in this. And if you've never given your heart to Jesus Christ, this is a great way to, to ask Him to come in. to Right now to say, as you take this, to say, God, I'm trusting you with, with my salvation. I'm trusting you to forgive my sins. I'm trusting that you are who you say you are. That you will, you will take me on that last day. That you will change my life right now. And make me a new creation. You will make all things new. And it's as if we're actually taking himself into us. There's nothing special about these things. It's just crackers and juice. But there is something spiritual going on right now. When we come to the God's table, when we come to the Lord's table, there is a spiritual transaction. There is, there is an obedience to what Jesus said because He did say, do this. And He said, remember me and you need me inside of you. You need what I have to fill you. And so maybe you say, I just need a fresh filling. I need, I need more of you. Maybe it's just a renewed commitment where you're saying, Jesus, you are enough for me. I'm just going to rest in you I'm going to trust you to meet my give me daily bread you know I don't I I can't worry about three weeks from now or three years from now oh man what's going to happen with that what's going to happen with this what if this doesn't change hey just let him meet you today let him satisfy you today and then guess what tomorrow when you wake up in the morning he's there as the bread of life saying I'm right here eat me Consume me. Come to me. So if the ushers want to come, we'll go ahead and just pass out both the bread and the cup. Just want to hold it. Take take it and, and hold it for just a second. We're just going to close together, kind of just just receiving it all together at once. Take the cracker right now. It's representing the bread, the body of Jesus. I just want us to say this right now. You just want to say this to the Lord. Jesus, you're enough for me. Lord, we just thank you. You've provided everything we need in what you've done. Your sacrifice, your life, your sacrifice, your death, your resurrection is enough for me. And I choose to receive all that you have into, into me right now. That we receive whatever we need. Lord, all we have needed, your hand has provided. And we thank you for your broken body, Jesus. Amen. When Jesus took the cup, it was a new day. It was a new covenant. It was a new agreement between God and man that was going to happen through what He was going to do on the cross. And so I want us to just say this. I want us to just say, it's a, it's a new day. It's a new day. Through the blood of Jesus, it's a new day. We thank You that all things are new in You, God. And so, Lord, however we came in, or whatever's been going on this year, or this season of life, we thank You that it's a new day, that all things are new in, in You, Jesus. All uh, sin is gone through the blood of Jesus, that, you're, that nothing can wash away my sin except the blood of Jesus. And so we thank you for the power of the blood being released in our lives, that as we trust you, Lord, that you are bringing life, you are bringing healing, you are bringing freedom, you are bringing forgiveness, Lord, you're removing shame, you're removing guilt, you're removing condemnation, anything that would hinder us from walking with you, Lord, it's a new day. Thank you for newness in our life being released, for freshness in Jesus' name. Amen. Go ahead and take it. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We just honor you today, Lord, for what you've done. We honor you for meeting all of our needs. Lord, help us to walk daily with you. That we would understand what it, what it means to receive you as our daily bread. Help us not get ahead of you. Help us not worry about things that we can't take care of in the future. Help us trust you today. Lord, as we trust you day in and day out. Lord, we will find ourselves walking years from now and go, Wow, I'm exactly where I need to be. Because I've been walking with Jesus each and every day. We thank you for that. And we honor your name today, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Be blessed as you go. If you still need a prayer, please come grab one of us and find us. And have a wonderful week.